What's poppin' everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Blake's Take with me, Blake Neiman. And what a weekend it was in Las Vegas. Young prospects across the college football landscape taking the next step in their football journeys. Many struggling franchises got a humongous boost from this draft class and players that can help these teams start to turn the corner towards better days. Both teams from New York drafted really well and made significant additions in the first round. Starting with the Jets, who were able to land arguably the best cornerback and wide receiver, as well as possibly the steal of the draft, all in one. The first guy they took off the board was Ahmad Sauce Gardner out of Cincinnati. Then at number 10, they snagged Garrett Wilson right out of Ohio State, immediately following the Saints, who took his teammate Chris Olave at number 9. Then the Jets traded back in the draft and were still able to select Florida State pass rusher Jermaine Johnson, who by many was a projected top 10 pick, but was able to fall to the Jets later on in the first round. The way the Jets managed to land three of possibly the 10 best in the draft class in the first round is quite impressive. But the Jets weren't the only team celebrating in New York as the Giants landed two of the top prospects on both sides of the ball. With the number 5 pick, the Giants took an edge rusher from right here in Oregon in Kayvon Thibodeau, who was a former number 1 overall high school recruit and at one point was viewed as the consensus number 1 pick in the NFL draft. On the offensive side of the ball, the Giants will get some much needed help on the line in 6'7", 337 pound Evan Neal out of Alabama. Another member of the NFC East in the Philadelphia Eagles also had a great draft, not so much in terms of drafting, more so in being able to acquire Titans receiver A.J. Brown in a blockbuster deal during the draft. But it's called the NFL Draft for a reason and not the NFL Trade Commission, and the Eagles continue to score, landing big boy defensive tackle Jordan Davis out of the national champion Georgia Bulldogs. But that wasn't the only dog the Eagles landed. The Eagles then got the my steal of the NFL draft and the leader of the championship defense in N'Kobe Dean in the third round. In general, the University of Georgia was a huge winner here as they were well recognized for the championship efforts they put in this past season as 15 Bulldogs were drafted in all, including the number one overall pick in Trayvon Walker. That is the most players ever drafted from a single school in NFL history. Quite an impressive feat. For a conference that was once regarded as the NFC least, they are really starting to change the narrative surrounding them, and this draft may just help they take these teams to the next level. But it wasn't just offense and defensive players seeing their dreams come true. Plenty of special teamers were getting their name called as well. This draft class is full of guys who can boot it either through the uprights or down the field. The first specialist taken off the board was LSU kicker Cade York, who was selected by the Cleveland Browns with the 124th pick. York can help this Browns offense win down in the distance as he converted 15 of his 19 field goal attempts from 50 plus yards as well as made all of his extra points in his career with the Tigers. Hopefully his consistency at kicking will translate over to Cleveland, who has struggled to find a reliable consistent kicker throughout the years. Shortly thereafter, the Ravens selected Penn State punter Jordan Stout, and then three picks later, the Bucks then selected Jake Camarda out of Georgia. Shockingly, San Diego punter Matt Ariza fell all the way to the Bills in the sixth round. Ariza is one-of-a-kind talent and is a wizard when it comes to punting the football. He is unlike anything I have ever seen. Buffalo is lucky to have him, and I know he will prove all the teams that passed on him wrong. 
Kenny Pickett was the uh, biggest individual winner of this draft by far as he got selected by his hometown team, the Pittsburgh Steelers. He literally went to Pittsburgh, so he's not even going to have to move. And it's just a special moment for a young kid who will have big shoes to fill after Ben Roethlisberger's retirement. Outside of Pickett, though, the rest of the quarterbacks were losers, as the next one to be selected wasn't until Desmond Ritter got picked up by the Falcons in the third round. Then, Malik Willis, who was projected by many mock drafts as the top quarterback in the class, slid all the way down to the Tennessee Titans near the end of the third round. To put this into perspective, there was only one quarterback taken in the first 73 picks of this draft. That's unheard of. But as history has shown, a quarterback doesn't need to be a first-rounder to succeed in this league, as made clearly evident by former sixth-round pick and NFL GOAT Tom Brady. Overall, I thought most teams did a solid job with their drafts, and I think we will see these players have an immediate impact in their rookie seasons. We'll see how it goes from here. I'm excited to see how these players evolve, which ones prosper, which ones are busts, and we'll see how it goes for these rookies. I'm excited about this draft class. Very intriguing, not very quarterback heavy, but very position and very, very defensive. Lots of defensive action, so we'll see how that takes a turn and a toll on the league. You can keep up on all the offseason action for the NFL as we approach closer and closer to uh, the kickoff of the season here on Blake's Take on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and or YouTube. Subscribe and like for more, and I'll see you all in the next one. Have a wonderful day.